All right, everybody, we're going to get the mailbag going in just a minute. Very special night, as you know. Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan are here in studio to talk about your emails, to respond to your emails every single premiere live event week, formerly known as Pay-Per-View Week. They will be here to answer your emails, and there were quite a few of them. I'm really happy that you guys were able to uh, to come through and, and give some hard questions, some good questions, some thoughtful ones. And uh, Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan will be here momentarily. But first, we are going to give some love to the sponsor of the show, and then we'll start with voicemails. And I'll go through those. We don't have a whole lot, so uh, it won't take long before Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan show up. They're the real main event, right? I know. I'm just the intro guy. I'm the opener, so to speak. So once we get through that, uh, we'll get to the main event, the the main course of Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fans. So stay right here. We'll be right back. So we know you love your wrestling podcasts, but maybe you're looking to take a break or supplement your wrestling podcasts with another genre. I've got a great option for you. The podcast is called Philip and Michael Talk Movies. Doesn't get more simple than that, right? So what exactly is this? It's a comedy podcast where indie pro wrestler Philip Shadburn and filmmaker Michael Benton, they tell you everything you ever wanted to know about your favorite movies. They do 80s action, comedies, horror, slasher movies, sci-fi, and a whole bunch more stuff. So check out some of the movies that they've reviewed. Silent Night, Jingle All the Way. They did a, a bit of a Christmas special. They did Edward Scissorhands, Alien, John Carpenter's E.T., Fire in the Sky, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and Arrival. So, guys, this is a podcast you're going to love. I was listening to just their latest couple of episodes on Close Encounters and Arrival. It, I was laughing out loud. I mean, they are just such a dynamic duo. They have a great chemistry. The audio is second to none. They have a 4.9 rating on Apple Podcasts. That's impossible. I mean, that is impossible. Guys, we have like a 4.1, all right? They're kicking our ass. Uh, They've got a 4.9 rating on Apple Podcasts. It's nearly impossible to do. So that tells you the quality of this podcast. And if you want to just get away, you're a movie aficionado and you love kind of 80s and slashers and things, check out Philip and Michael Talk Movies. They also have a Patreon uh, page if you're interested at patreon.com slash PMTM. So you can go support them there. Of course, they're available nearly everywhere you have podcasts as well. So check out Philip and Michael Talk Movies. Are you tired of going to your inbox and seeing the same old spam from all the usual businesses? Most of the time, you don't really care what they have to offer. So if you're browsing the internet, might I suggest you give this a try. Go to win45k.com. That's win45k.com. It's a brand new raffle website. You have the chance to win cash and prizes, sign up super easy, After you set up your account, you throw as little as $25 in your account. They accept, by the way, they accept Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Dogecoin. So if you're into crypto, they absolutely accept that. And from there, they have several active raffles to choose from. Some of them are a quarter per ticket and as much as $10 per ticket. All raffles have a minimum number of tickets that must be sold before the computer holds the drawing. And in their fast four drawing, only four tickets are required to sell. That means you have a one in four chance of winning. Their grand prize raffle is just a dollar. First place pays $45,000. Second place pays $20,000. Third is $12,000. And fourth place pays $8,000. Now, how exciting would it be to see an email where you're the winner of those prizes? So here's the great part. Your entry could be completely free. When you sign up and fund your account, you're entitled to a free entry into the grand prize raffle. So now there's no excuse. You could be the next big winner. The idea at win45k.com is to have fun. Someone's going to win, pay out 
percentages are as high as 91%. That is better odds than almost any slot machine in the world. So go sign up, have fun, go to win45k.com and actually look forward to seeing your inbox. This is WWE superstar Drew McIntyre and you're listening to the WWE Podcast. One that everybody wants me. You're gonna acknowledge me. Welcome to the WWE Podcast Mailbag for this Wednesday, January 26th, 2022. Only three voicemails tonight, guys. That's it. Three voicemails, everything else you are pummeling. Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan, you'll hear that on the other side of this. They take up the majority of the show and just did an excellent job with it. And I I really am so appreciative of them being able to do that. It saves me. Number one, it saves me literally hours of time, um, which I do love doing this. But, you know, (laughs) I have fallen asleep literally on my desk at times during the mailbag. But uh, that's neither here nor there. Mr. and Mrs. Cash Wrestling Fan do such an excellent job, and I, I love that he was able to incorporate the Mrs. into this because she adds such an element of, of femininity that I think is needed in a very male-dominated sport. Um, and she's, she's great to listen to. She's entertaining. They work very well together. This is all, of course, my opinion, my biased opinion. You can make the judgment for yourself, but they will be coming in just a couple of minutes as we get through these voicemails and then we uh, roll into the main event. But before we get there, guys, it's Royal Rumble week. It's the premier live event of the Royal Rumble. On Saturday, we will be getting the Royal Rumble, which means Friday night we'll be doing a preview show, and it's going to be a big preview show. We've got one or two co-hosts coming on. I'll leave that to your imagination. It just I'll, I'll just say it's going to be a lot of fun, and it's long overdue. That's what I'll hint at you. But that's going to be coming Friday night, probably sometime while you're watching SmackDown. We'll be recording the show. And then on Saturday, I'm going to try, really try, immediately after the event to do a review show. And there's no promises because that's essentially the middle of the night. And uh, with my home life and babies, it's difficult to predict if I can actually do it, but I'll try. Um, I will also be doing this. I will be going live as much as I can on Patreon or um, on, uh, on my TikTok account, live video stream. We've got about 2000 followers there. It's a fun event where I can, I can interact with anybody. I mean, if, if patrons want to come over, if, if anybody else wants to come over, if just random people want to come over and talk Royal rumble and watch me react, and we can talk about the things going on. I'll also be on the discord server as well. So I'm not leaving out the discord server people uh, that are on Patreon. Of course, I'm very appreciative of you as well. We will be doing a discord chat during the pay-per-view. See me still saying pay-per-view. It's going to take a long time to get that out of me. So we'll I'll be doing that and the live stream as well as watching the event. So it's going to be a multitasking day and night for me. So uh, consider joining us on Patreon, though, before the Royal Rumble event, because you get yourself in for a dollar ad-free, you get a shout-out, and you get the Discord server. And it's a lot of fun during pay-per-views, especially to talk wrestling and instantly react to what's going on. So uh, you can also go ad-free on Apple Podcasts as well. And please consider giving us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That's totally free takes a second to give us a five-star rating so alrighty, let's stop all the chit chat let's get ourselves ready and uh let's see who's up first oh i know who it is it is time to head into the dj booth folks here we go 
podcast world. This is DJ Kuzmo back at it again on your mailbag show. I'm recording to you live once again on a Tuesday evening, and we are T minus four days away. That's four days away to the most anticipated debut to hit the WWE. And I'm not talking about The Rock, and I'm not talking about all of the legends. I'm talking about my guy weighing in at 278 pounds coming from the land of India Veer Mahan he finally will make his presence known he will finally debut this coming Saturday I'm putting it out there into the universe I'm putting it out there I'm I'm speaking it into existence that my guy Veer Mahan will debut this Saturday at the Royal Rumble and it is the most anticipated long awaited I don't want to continue to beat a dead horse on that because you know I love my guy Veer Mahan number one fan Veer Mahan all the way now I don't know how far he's going to last in the rumble but I'm just saying it right now that Veer Mahan will show up he will make his presence known and most likely he will get tossed over by probably Omas or somebody that's probably going to feud with him at the uh, February premiere live event now let's get to what's going to be happening in terms of who we have right now for the for the men and for the women so far we have 22 entrants for the men that means that are there are eight slots remaining for the men we have 21 entrants for the women that means we have nine entrants left for the women we have nine slots remaining for the women and the speculations and the rumors are running wild as to who will show up who will be coming in who will be making their appearance i hope there is no more declarations and announcements whatever whatever happened to a qualifying match for the royal rumble why does everybody have to declare i don't want to go in a rabbit hole on that but you understand what i'm trying to say in terms of please wwe do not make any more announcements let us speculate let us think about who will be coming now there are rumors that drew mcintyre will probably make his john cena return like what john cena did back in 2008 at madison square madison square garden one of my favorite uh, royal rumbles oh we probably may get the return of oscar we may probably get the return of ronda rousey i don't know if that's uh 100 or not but there's a possibility that ronda rousey may come back but i want to also talk about some forgettable people that are are on the rumble list and are off the rumble list let's talk about this guy coming from the godforsaken retribution i'm talking about t-bar remember the time when t-bar and mace and slapjack and i i forgot the other one's name uh, uh keith lee's fiance they all had this group called retribution the god awful godforsaken worst faction of all time in the wwe history now they all broke up of course uh uh macy's on smackdown somewhere in the abyss or in catering and of course we have t-bar one of the most athletic big men in the wwe that i ever saw since probably the undertaker now i don't know in terms of what they're doing with t-bar the last time i saw t-bar was on monday night raw when he was in a no dq match against damian priest now that was the time that was the time that uh if i'm not mistaken that damian priest 
debuted that whole Jekyll and Hyde character when he just went berserk. His eyes started to look all kind of twitchy and weird. And we all assumed that maybe uh, that Damien Priest was turning heel. And maybe that would mean that T-Bar would be turning babyface. But ever since that match, we have not seen T-Bar. And for some weird, strange reason, he is not even on the list to show up at the Royal Rumble. So is there a possibility that T-Bar could possibly show up at the Rumble? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, it seems like they're, re- they're repackaging T-Bar. He's on WWE main event going up against guys like Drew Gulak, going up against guys like my boy Veer Mahan. So I don't know what they're doing with T-Bar, and hopefully we may get an appearance from T-Bar. Now, I want to also talk about another forgettable person that is this time on the list and i'm talking about on the woman's side on the woman's rumble i'm talking about Shayna baszler when was the last time we saw Shayna baszler now Shayna baszler actually declared on january 7th i did do some research folks Shayna baszler declared on january 7th of this year that she's going to be taking part in the women's rumble so when was the last time we saw Shayna Baszler? And of course, uh, when she got drafted to SmackDown, she has not been in any meaningful programs. Yes, she was uh, a lackey to Sonya Deville and that whole Sonya Deville and Naomi feud that's going so long that it needs to come to an end. But other than that, hopefully, 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 we get to see Shayna Baszler be the Shayna Baszler of old, breaking arms and causing rampant and terror to every other female wrestler in the 30-woman rumble. So hopefully we get to see a possibility of T-Bar and a possibility of uh, uh, the return of the good old Shayna Baszler in the women's Royal Rumble. Now, before I close off, I want to talk about something that just dawned on me from the two weeks that we saw Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar. Every time we saw Bobby Lashley after they had the segment with Brock Lesnar, we saw Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. Why is the Hurt Business even still together? I don't know. But anyway, we saw that these two guys were attacking Bobby Lashley. I finally, I think I got it. I think I get an understanding of the explanation as to why Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander are attacking Bobby Lashley. I think that the culprit, the person that is behind it, is the person that we all love, the manager, MVP. I think I'm putting it out there that MVP, I think MVP is behind the attacks of Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander on Bobby Lashley. Because if I remember, if I remember, Bobby Lashley was the one that fired Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander, not MVP. And when Shelton and Cedric attacked Bobby Lashley, what was MVP doing? He was on the other side, just watching, trying to uh, pretend that everything, uh, trying to break it up, trying to break it up, but he really didn't do anything. So I'm thinking that there is a possibility down the line that MVP will turn on Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley right now is heading towards that babyface role, and uh, since he's in this match against Brock Lesnar, we can't have a heel versus heel, so obviously Brock Lesnar is playing the heel, and Bobby Lashley 
since these vignettes of him being in the military and all the good stuff that he did as a babyface coming into the WWE, it kind of makes sense that we book Bobby Lashley as a babyface. So I'm just throwing it out there, folks, that MVP is possibly turning on Bobby Lashley, hence the reason of the attacks of Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. A few things I want to say. F you to Bully Ray. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. John Moxley does not have to apologize. And free Ali. Free Ali. The guy wants to be released from the WWE. God damn it. Please release Mustafa Ali. He's begging to get the hell out of this cesspool and the machine that we call the WWE. Now. I hope you all have an excited weekend. Enjoy, of course, the rest of the mailbag of the takeover tonight with our guys and our honorary lady, Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan, as they take over the mailbag. And I hope you enjoy the Royal Rumble. And Veer Mahan will make his return this Saturday. I hope you all have a blessed week, and I will talk to you all next time. Well, DJ, it's great to hear you as always every single week, and I'm glad you were able to to make it in this week. I know you were, you were a little bit late this week, and I wanted to make sure you you were able to to uh, partic- participate, and you did not disappoint. So, a few points to go over. So many that you bring up, but I'll kind of cherry pick a few. You mentioned a few people that have been forgotten that you may look for at the in the Royal Rumble, and Veer Mahan, Veer Mahan, take your pick on the pronunciation. Yeah, I, I would think so. I would think maybe he and Elias have found their way out of the forest and they're done burning stuff and burning their identities and, and they found new ones. I would hope so. And I, I do believe that that actually will be the case. And Shayna Baszler on the, on the women's side. Yeah, boy. I haven't even mentioned her name in like I feel like a month or more. That just shows you how irrelevant she's been which is a shame considering what she's capable of. But yeah, since she declared it, because all you got to do is declare while other people have to qualify. Um, basically, if you are a, a living female, if you if you are a breathing active competitor on the Raw or, or, Raw or SmackDown women's roster, you are in this match. I mean, there's just no two ways about it. You don't need to declare yourself. WWE needs you to hit that 30 number. So Shayna Baszler being involved is, uh, I think, a foregone conclusion. Now, do I think she's going to make any noise? Maybe a little bit, maybe a few eliminations, but I don't think the Rumble by any means is going to be uh, centered around her. I just just don't see any way around it unless they're going to be doing blind blindsetting us with a, a big push for Shayna. Very unlikely, but I do expect her to be a participant as Alexa Bliss. Really, everybody. It's, it's an all-hands-on-deck situation, which is why they're bringing in so many other women of yesteryear and probably Paige and likely Ronda Rousey. I mean, Ronda Rousey seems more and more likely every time I turn around and see another article published by Sports Keto or published by Wrestling Inc. or you know whoever. The, the credible sources have been saying that she is likely and that that's the schedule right now is for her to come in and uh, face Becky Lynch at WrestleMania 38 in Dallas. I mean, very, very, very poetic, right? Because Becky Lynch defeated Ronda Rousey via a roll-up in the triple threat match at WrestleMania 35. Three years later, Ronda Rousey comes back. It will be interesting to see if she gets booed or cheered. Now, I I think that it's been so long that she'll get cheered if Ronda comes back. But she was so close to turning heel, essentially already there. She was already there, Ronda, that is, that 
I just I, I wonder if fans have a, any kind of lingering feelings about her. I, I think she's still a pompous, uh, entitled, just narcissistic competitor. And may, maybe to her benefit she is, but I, I think she'd be perfect as a heel is what I'm trying to say. So, um, yeah, I mean, look, DJ, this is a this is a rumble match. These rumble matches are so unpredictable, which makes it so much fun. And there are likely going to be a lot of surprises, especially on the uh, the women's side that needs to fill like eight more spots or nine more spots. So we'll, we'll see who those individuals are. A lot of people are, are anticipating Paige coming back. I would imagine though, if Paige is coming back, that you you don't also reintroduce Ronda Rousey. Hey, usually, th- those are two big big returns. That would be my guess is that they're not going to have them both there at the same time. I could be wrong, and they're that desperate for bodies. I could be wrong. But DJ, man, so much stuff to cover, so little time. Thank you so much for all of your your input. I'm very interested to hear what you have to say next week. All of us are going to have a lot to say next week with the Rumble behind us and us fully in WrestleMania mode um, as we look forward to the chamber that's going to take place in Riyadh, I believe, or Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. So we get to look forward to that. <laughs> I say that with kind of a, a half smirk. All right, let's get to our next voicemail. Hey, it's Kyle from Baltimore. So I wanted uh, said to registrate that I have never once said that I blamed Roman Reigns for um, the way he's a bug. You said that you said that I thought I blamed. I was blaming Roman Reigns for the way he's a bug. I'm not blaming any wrestler. It is all on creative. What I'm saying is that. On SmackDown, ever since the draft, there's no denying that SmackDown has been suffering. It's just not. It's just been about Roman Reigns, and that's it. They only care about one person, and that's not what I watch wrestling for. Not just about one person. On Raw, who's on Raw? Becky, Seth, Damian Priest, Rhea Ripley. There's people that Bianca Belair. You know, it's people on Raw that I'm invested in in their stories, in their matches, in their feuds. Becky with huge right now, and 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 potentially Bianca. That'll be fun to watch. Becky's great. She's my favorite. I love to be Becky Chip until she retires. That's how person still, but anyway. Um, so, yeah, just for, and for SmackDown, who's on, who's on SmackDown? Roman Reigns, Sasha, who's injured? Charlotte, uh, Zia Lee, who disappeared out of thin air. SmackDown is lacking top stars, and Roman Reigns can do the best work all he wants to in, in, in his career. You know, he. I feel like that he's going to retire as champion because there's no one incredible for him to face on SmackDown. That's just the bottom line. The fact that they're doing Brock Lesnar is kind of pathetic, I feel. But, you know, it's all their own fault. I hope that after WrestleMania, they, or even after the Royal Rumble, they can make something interesting on SmackDown because it's lacking top names, incredible names for Roman Reigns right now. I'm not saying that I, I enjoy him as champion and... Look, I don't want him to lose the title, but I do want him to have credible opponents that seem like who who who's a threat to to the championship. But I guess we'll wait and see. Again, I like Reigns, but that's the only problem with it. Just there's no credible opponents for him. But I do enjoy his work, though. But it's, I'm, that's all I'm saying here. SmackDown is lacking top 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 names, and Raw is the better show right now, which was needed. But that's all I have to say. Thanks for my call. Bye. Hey, Kyle. Well, thanks for the clarification. And uh, now I can respond to it a little bit better. 
I get your point. You know, Roman Reigns right now, it's a one-man show and has been a one-man show over there for a while. Now, that's not to say that all these other programs going on on SmackDown don't matter, but to the majority of fans, it's the storyline that is the biggest storyline really in WWE is the Roman Reigns storyline. Everything Roman Reigns does, I mean, has turned to gold since he returned into August of 2020 as a heel. And that's, to be honest though, like that isn't, that's not something that is different in WWE world because how often did we see in the Attitude Era, the, everything was based around Austin, right? Everything was Stone Cold. So you also, what's Stone Cold doing? Everything else was kind of filler getting to uh, the storyline story with, say, Vince McMahon and Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, same with Brock Lesnar. Like, I mean, when he came in and, and was tearing things up between 2002, 2004, and then it was John Cena. What's next for John Cena? What do we got for Cena, Cena, Cena? And then things evolved. Daniel Bryan was a focal point for a while. I mean, it's not unusual, you know, at all that that you feel that the show of SmackDown specifically is extremely top heavy with Roman. And then there's everybody else, you know, and, and that's unfortunate because it does. It, it, it's just I'm not saying it's the right way to do it. I'm just saying it's something that is commonplace in WWE folklore and the way that they present stories and they, the way they produce their television shows where they do have that main storyline. And sometimes that main storyline can be very suffocating. It can almost just suck everything else into its own black hole where that's all that matters is this and everything else again, that's on the show doesn't feel important, but how, how high of a standard do you have set for the creative team? And I've criticized the hell out of them. Many, many times, almost on a daily basis here on the show. But we also have to be realistic in knowing that things on the show aren't all going to equally feel important. You're going to have storylines that you always don't care about. You're going to have stories that you really do care about. And it shouldn't be that it's only one. You know, ideally, you have a few, two or three storylines that you're like, yeah, I want to see what's going on here. Let's take that next step. Let's see what happens. And, you know, it it all is very subjective, of course, because a lot of people differ on what they view as good storylines and don't. Uh, But I think we can all say in unison that the Roman Reigns storyline has by far been the biggest storyline and the most uh, attention paid to any storyline over the last year and a half has been Roman Reigns' storyline. And, you know, deservedly so. But there are a lot of other stars out there. And like you said, part two of this was that there are no top names for Roman to work with. Why do you think they brought Seth over? (laughs) Inexplicably. Because they need to just don't they put their rules aside and said, screw it. We just need an opponent for Roman, even if it's heel versus heel, even if this is a money match that could be a Roman, a WrestleMania main event down the line. We're going to break our rules and violate that. And then also we're going to uh, uh, forego a WrestleMania potential main event in the years to come with uh, just having him do it now. That's how desperate they are for star power. They're bringing people over from other brands. And it's it's very apparent. It makes you wonder where the hell he's going after WrestleMania. If Roman Reigns retains, wait, what's happening? Right? It's a very good question. These next few months in wrestling are going to be so fun to watch and fascinating because of the really unlimited possibilities. So thank you, Kyle. Good clarification. And let's go. I believe this is our final voicemail, believe it or not, guys. And then Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan, come your way. This is 
Memphis Mark coming to you from Mullet Manor. Feeling a lot better. Thanks for all the inquiries. All right, let's get right into it. Um, the, the, all the way in, you know, they're building Brock. They're building a new Brock is what they're doing there. And, um, uh, as far as most of the matches, I, I can tell you, um, I was kind of surprised, uh, Damien KO D plus, um, in the women's six, uh, uh, six way. Tamina had, uh, two, two screw ups. One where she just fell down without being touched. It was, uh, um, uh, uncharacteristic for her. Um, and, um, Go back to the arcade, bro. The the uh, the challenges, the three way. Come on, um, you know. I will have to say I've got two good matches. I would rather, instead of talking bad about anybody, talk good about. One is the women's, the EST against the Queen. I got to give it a B minus. Man, that was a good match. I would have given a solid B. Too many kick ups. Just too many kick ups. Uh, and then I have to go to AJ. That was a match. Those two put on one hell of a match, but I have to say, AJ looked phenomenal. Uh, he was ahead on everything. Uh, he had to slow down at one time. It was just, that was a B-plus match. And if you know how I grade, that's a rarity. Uh, I give the show a C. Uh, so, you know, that's not really bad. Um, you know, you, what can you say? Um, but, uh, Vince calling for the selfie, that's a grasp at trying to go for a younger audience. Stick with what you know. You don't see me sitting out there trying a few things that I don't understand. Um, all right, guys. Well, everything else overall I thought was really, you know, uh, was a good show. Uh, I hope everybody's been uh, able to stay clear of uh, uh, getting sick or anything else like that. Uh, remember to spay and neuter, of course. And, Matt, do not put me in conflict with your wife when it comes to sleeping. Please. Miss Matt, I'm sorry. I don't know your name. I did not say anything in any way to get on your bad side, ma'am. Never, never, never piss off the wife, Matt. You got to learn that. And you're co that's coming from somebody that's been married four times. I'm out of here. Spay and neuter. Uh, Man, we were getting it all from Memphis, Mark. I mean, we've got wrestling knowledge. He's dropping on us wrestling reviews, analysis, uh, marital advice, animal advice. I mean, he, he covers so much ground. And <laughs> it, it's brilliant. And, and uh, yeah, I've been married six years. So you've been married four times. You certainly have a little more experience than I do. Um, hopefully it's only one and done. You know, hopefully I, I don't really want to go through all of it again. Um, can't afford it anyway. So, uh, yeah, I mean, to your to your point about Vince asking for the selfie, it does look like he is trying to appeal to the younger generation. He's like trying he's trying to be the cool old guy at the at the party. At the family gathering, you have like that old cool that that older guy. And, and no offense to Memphis, Mark. I mean, I, I don't know your age, but I'd imagine that you're a little bit older than the typical quote unquote wrestling fan that watches. But there's sometimes that older guy that tries to act like they're younger, 
and Vince, I think, is doing that. I mean, seeing him ask for a selfie just doesn't feel right. It, it's like a word that should only be used by law if you're under 40 years old. I mean, it just it doesn't feel right. It feels exactly what you said, Mark. Um, now, WWE focusing on Brock. It's a new Brock. It is kind of a new Brock. I think it's just it's another just another version of his character that we have never seen before. The weirdest thing about this Monday Night Raw is that you'd never know that there was a Royal Rumble match coming up. The match that the whole pay-per-view is built around, the match that determines who goes to the main event of WrestleMania for one of the shows, and they barely even gave you people that you believed could win. They, they didn't even really talk about it. They just talked about Edge and Miz, and they had a birthday party, and they had an, an academic challenge, and all, all this stuff that just, like wait, like, wait a minute, you have one of your biggest pay-per-views of the year coming up. The Royal Rumble match is one of the favorites of the year, and you're not really you're, you're not even going to be focusing on that at all. Uh, th- that's the biggest part to me that stuck out to Monday Night Raw. Yes, AJ did look phenomenal in his match, and uh, with Austin Theory, <clears throat> I mean, there were some good matches on Raw. My favorite was Gable and Orton. I, I you know, I, I did see AJ Styles obviously and Austin Theory, and I, I, I agree that that was a good match to me. Uh, it it was second to Orton and Gable who showed or reminded you how good they both can be, especially Gable. I mean, his size is such a focal point because WWE makes it a focal point, but you take that away and the guy is uh, I mean, otherworldly athletic. And um, so, yeah, no, I'm glad that you went. You took the positive road, Mark. I'm glad you're feeling better. And uh, thanks for all the knowledge you drop. It is uh, it's very diverse. I'll say that. So uh, looking forward to hearing your rumble thoughts as well. And I will not piss off the wife. Good advice. All right. Well, that concludes the voicemail portion of the show, which means we're going to take a quick break for the sponsor of the show. And then we're going to get to Mr. And Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan immediately following the break. So thank you, everybody. I'll be back on Friday night with your preview and prediction show with a couple of co-hosts. I think, you know, and until then, take care. I'll talk to you next time. So we know you love your wrestling podcasts, but maybe you're looking to take a break or supplement your wrestling podcasts with another genre. I've got a great option for you. The podcast is called Philip and Michael Talk Movies. Doesn't get more simple than that, right? So what exactly is this? It's a comedy podcast where indie pro wrestler Philip Shadburn and filmmaker Michael Benton, they tell you everything you ever wanted to know about your favorite movies. They do 80s action, comedies, horror, slasher movies, sci-fi, and a whole bunch more stuff. So check out some of the movies that they've reviewed. Silent Night, Jingle All the Way. They did a, a bit of a Christmas special. They did Edward Scissorhands, Alien, John Carpenter's E.T., Fire in the Sky, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and Arrival. So, guys, this is a podcast you're going to love. I was listening to just their latest couple of episodes on Close Encounters and Arrival. It, I was laughing out loud. I mean, they are just such a dynamic duo. They have a great chemistry. The audio is second to none. They have a 4.9 rating on Apple Podcasts. That's impossible. I mean, that is impossible. Guys, we have like a 4.1, all right? They're kicking our ass. Uh, they got a 4.9 rating on Apple Podcasts. It's nearly impossible to do. So that tells you the quality of this podcast. And if you want to just get away, you're a movie aficionado and you love kind of 80s and slashers and things, check out Philip and Michael Talk Movies. They also have a Patreon uh, page if you're interested at patreon.com slash PMTM. So you can go support them there. Of course, they're available nearly everywhere you have podcasts as well. So check out Philip and Michael Talk Movies. Are you tired of going to your inbox and seeing the same old spam from all the usual businesses? Most of the time, you don't really care what they have to offer. So if you're browsing the internet, might I suggest you give this a try. 
go to win45k.com. That's win45k.com. It's a brand new raffle website. You have the chance to win cash and prizes. Sign up super easy. After you set up your account, you throw as little as $25 in your account. They accept, by the way, they accept Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Dogecoin. So if you're into crypto, they absolutely accept that. And from there, they have several active raffles to choose from. Some of them are a quarter per ticket and as much as $10 per ticket. All raffles have a minimum number of tickets that must be sold before the computer holds the drawing. And in their fast four drawing, only four tickets are required to sell. That means you have a one in four chance of winning. Their grand prize raffle is just a dollar. First place pays $45,000. Second place pays $20,000. Third is $12,000. And fourth place pays $8,000. Now, how exciting would it be to see an email where you're the winner of those prizes? So here's the great part. Your entry could be completely free. When you sign up and fund your account, you're entitled to a free entry into the grand prize raffle. So now there's no excuse. You could be the next big winner. The idea at win45k.com is to have fun. Someone's going to win. Payout percentages are as high as 91%. That is better odds than almost any slot machine in the world. So go sign up, have fun, go to win45k.com and actually look forward to seeing your inbox. Welcome back to the WWE podcast. Let's get back to more great wrestling audio. Welcome to the WWE Podcast Takeover Show by yours truly, Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan. That's right. We're back. Hi. We're here. And we got your Royal Rumble predictions. And it's getting crazy. You know, everybody has a guess. Everybody has a prediction. And guess what? Everybody's guess a prediction could be right. So you, the listener at home, your prediction could be correct. So if somebody says your prediction is crazy, you look at them and say, well, give me a better prediction. Because I don't care if you say it's The Rock. I don't care if you say it's John Moxley. I don't care if you say it's The Undertaker. Guess what? There's a chance. So with that being said, um, we're going to just hop straight in. We, we already have our first email here. Thanks to Matt. You know, we're not going to waste no time because everybody wants their voice heard tonight. So we're going to give everybody the platform. And we're going to start off with none other, Mr. DJ Kuzmo. We're going to use that all night, none other than. So none other than Randy, the patron. You know, Randy, you and our favorites. Shout out to Randy, the patron. Hey. But guess what? No small talk. Straight to the letter in three, two, one. Hey, casual wrestling family. It's Randy the Patron. Okay, I'm so excited for Rumble. It made me think back to all the Rumbles. The question I have for you both is, what is your favorite Rumble surprise entry? Favorite Rumble overall? Question mark? Oh, man. <laughs> You're putting us on the spot here, Randy the yes, Patron. Yes, you are. Um, So I'm going to cop out. I'm sorry. Just for time, I'm going to cop out. I'm going to say Edge. The world loves Edge. So womp, womp. <laughs> I personally don't like Edge, so, but I'm going to run with Edge. Um, but favorite moment. Now, we, we, we're we going to do this one. When Vince McMahon oh, got yeah. in that ring and blew his knees out, the, the, <laughs> the Royal Rumble with Batista and John Cena both went over. Epic. 
We do not condone violence, but that was very hilarious. Oh, Lord, yeah. In a minor kind of way. (laughs) Yeah, for for the ring, yeah. Vince lost a match with the ring. He can beat God, but he beat... Anyway, to the point. Back to your letter. Now, it's time for predictions. Sorry, but I still think Liv wins it all by knocking out... Wait for it. Charlotte Flair. Ooh. Ooh, strong prediction there, Randy. Well, let let me tell you now. For everybody who writes in... We're not going to give away our predictions until the end of the show. So that's a plug to keep listening. But he did say live, correct? Correct. And we do reference Las Vegas for the people who listen across overseas. That's our biggest gambling mecca city here in the United States, if you didn't know. So these odds and the odd makers are based out of Vegas. So if you hear me say Vegas odds, that is what I'm referencing. But the Vegas odds say that Liv Morgan is plus 1,600. She's about... Two, four, six, eight. She's tenth, number ten on the list. So she doesn't have bad odds. Keep going. Next, I think Seth freaking Rollins wins by DQ because Brock hits Seth. Setting up WrestleMania with Brock, Seth, and Roman. So this means that yes, Bobby beats Brock. I feel it's a no brainer. Now that's what I think about them. But as far as Alexa Bliss goes, I think the therapy is turning her into the goddess again. What do you think? Hope so. She kills it when she is that character. That's it this week. Thanks for what you guys do. Definitely put a smile on my face. Randy the Patron. Aww. Shout out to Randy the Patron. Um, let me go back up really quickly. Um, As far as Bobby retaining, once again, we're not giving out our... You know, our predictions. I love it. You know, I'm a Bobby Lashley fan. Um, Bobby is a underdog in that match, plus um, 160. For Brock, who's 230. So, you know, we'll see. As I said earlier, no prediction is wrong. Um, and he said, Alexa Bliss. I, I don't know what they're doing with Alexa Bliss, if we're going to be honest. Like, <laughs> I, I, I really don't like the whole therapy thing. That's just me. I don't, you know, you listeners might like it, but me personally, I, I'm not here for it. I'd have been fine with it just coming back and attacking Charlotte. You know, I I don't need the therapy and the slow build, you know. I, I get it. She's having a transformation, and, and they want us to see that. But how do you feel about it? I'm indifferent. And see, that uh, that's, the, that's the total hard part about it. You know... I feel like with how she left, things got a little rocky and a little unexplained. So that kind of like for the fans, that may kind of damper things. And I agree, you know, and and Charlotte, she ripped up poor little Lily. Poor Lily. (laughs) Oh, God. No, she didn't. And, And the poor foam tablet that never got dissolved. Oh, Lord. But nevertheless... You know, if you like Alexa Bliss, then that's great. If you don't, then, hey, I guess you got to watch her backstage, you know, for a while. But, you know, until then, you know, we'll see what happens. But as you know, that sound, that means we have another email. And the next email comes from Dennis from Patreon. Shout out to Dennis. Hi, Dennis. How you doing, Dennis? And we're going to go straight into your letter, sir, in three, two, one. Hey there, Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan. Let's start off with the WWE Championship. 
Brock versus Bobby. I personally think don't want to have Bobby as our WWE champ again. It is hard mm. to say that Bobby will win this match. Well, sir, I'm a big Bobby Lashley fan. Bobby is actually my favorite wrestler. So I would love to see Bobby Lashley have a second run. And I honestly think he deserves it. I mean, who's, who should beat Brock but Bobby? I mean, if Roman gets to get the, the win, why well, Bobby can't? You know, I, and, I, and I personally don't like Brock as champion currently. But that's, once again, just Mr. Casual Wrestling fan. Continue. Roman versus Seth. Me, personally, would like to have Bobby go for the Universal Championship and Seth face Brock for the WWE title. I am hoping for Seth freaking Rollins to win the WWE Championship sometime soon. I don't see Seth winning the Universal title at this time. I don't either. Um, I I don't see Seth beating Roman. Uh, I do not, not either. And we're not giving our predictions. But I'm just saying, you know. As an opinion. As an opinion on paper. I don't see it happening. You know, but hey, (laughs) we're here for the ride, sir. Now with the Raw Women Championship, Becky versus Dewdrop. I see Becky holding on to the title. But I have to ask, what is up with both Dewdrop and Becky's accent? Is that how they speak when they are off camera? Um... Well, as far as the match goes, um, to reference Vegas again, Becky's a huge favorite at a minus 1,200. Lord have mercy. So, Becky. Uh, yes, big time Bex is a big time favorite. And as far as the accent, um, they are really from the UK, and I don't know how they talk outside of wrestling, but I'm pretty sure it's authentic. But continue. I do agree. I do believe the SmackDown Tag Team Championship will switch hands come at the Rumble. Am I right in saying there is no SmackDown Women Championship at the Rumble? Also, WWE has left out the IC Championship at the Rumble. What is up with that? The IC title hasn't been defended in a long blank time. Oh, oh. PG. Sorry, sir. Always great hearing your voices, Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling fan. I see it now. you taking over the whole mailbag show. Michael Ritter, a big shout out to your co-host that you have on the show. He is doing a good job. One step at a time, brother. If I could give you one suggestion, it is to have your co-host slowly do more of the talking so he gets the feel of how it feels to do it alone. Just something to think about. Take care, and Matt, I'll talk to you next week. Hey, well, shout you, out to Dennis. Dennis. Shout out to Dennis. Thank you. Um, Let's start with, I don't know if we will take over the whole mailbag show, sir. It's a lot for us just to do this. <laughs> it's fun, though. Let's, let we us not say it. that. You know, but... You know, especially in this time, because it's so exciting, you know, it's so many different possibilities and everything has a different situation and a different rabbit hole. And anyway, back to the letter. The WWE has left out the IC championship. Yes. I heard a rumor that Shinsuke is hurt. Don't know if it's true or not. Don't take it with a grain of salt. But it would explain why he hasn't defended the championship in a while and why they haven't even did tag team matches in a while. Um, do, 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 do. what else do we see in SmackDown? Title? I mean, and they could, 
I don't think right now it's a tag team championship match schedule, but they could make one. And I don't, I don't think the Usos drop it, the belt currently. You know, that's just my personal opinion. And that's the only reason why I'm going to give a prediction. If they do have to defend the belt, I do not see the Usos dropping the belt. Do you? No. Yeah, I don't know. I actually do not. Uh, shout out to Michael Ritter. He does a great job with the uh, SmackDown review. Shout out to him. And, yes, great job, Dennis. Thanks for writing in, sir. Yes, sir. Woohoo! <laughs> and as I said, we love, you know, coming in, taking over from Matt, you know, giving you guys a, a different perspective because, you know, Matt, he's one-sided. Don't tell Matt that, you know. Well, you heard that? That means we have another message. And let me scroll to it really quickly. And it is from Tommy S. from Patreon. Hi, Tommy. Hey, Tommy. And we're going to go straight to your letter, Tommy. And Tommy's my guy. He he, he talks to me on the um, Discord server, which, hey, you got to get um, Patreon. Let me do my plug for Matt. Get Patreon. It's 99 cent a month easy you get all the um the shows ad free and you get the discord server which is how you get to connect with with fans and tommy s we've been connecting that's my guy and so we're gonna read your letter sir in three two one hi mr and mrs casual wrestling fan thanks for doing the takeover show and I'm looking forward to listening to all your comments. And thanks for the live updates last week on SmackDown. That's right. Hey, that so, was a great time. It, yes, thank you, Tommy. It really was. Um, did you have fun? I did. I loved it. I enjoyed it. It was a great time. For you guys didn't know, Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling fan and our family, our um, daughter and our son, we went out to SmackDown in Nashville this past Friday night. Yes, we did and, at Bridgestone Arena. And for all the people that should go to a show, trust me, go. You should go. You should see Roman Reigns live. And I know a lot of you guys don't like Roman. I know a lot of y'all don't want to acknowledge the head of the table. But you can ask my wife. When he said Nashville, acknowledge me. Mr. Casual Wrestling fan and his daughter was standing up with our ones <laughs> in the air acknowledging our tribal chief. We don't just say this on the podcast. We don't just praise him to our friends. We praise him at the shows. But enough of that. Continue with his letter. I wanted to ask you guys, and Mrs. Casual Wrestling fan, maybe you can answer this one. Okay. <laughs> all right, Tommy. Is it true that Mr. Casual Wrestling fan is the one that started that We Want Tables chant at SmackDown <laughs> last Friday? Wasn't you? Yeah. Is it a work? Is it a shoot? Who knows? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> We're going to leave that one alone. <laughs> I think the Royal Rumble is anyone's guess as to who is going to win it. But here are my picks. On the women's side, I think Bianca has to be the favorite. Becky and her never really had a long program after SummerSlam, and I think they've been waiting for WrestleMania to have it. So my pick is for Bianca to go back-to-back at the Royal Rumble. On the men's side, I think that if Drew McIntyre is back, he will win it. If he's not back, I think it's wide open, but I will go with AJ Styles. I think he deserves another run at the title, and it would be fun to watch. 
as far for, as Bianca goes, she has the number two best odds at plus 300. So that is a great pick, sir. And let me say, I would love to see Bianca win back-to-back, wouldn't you? I would. I think it would be one for the history books. It, it really would. The first woman to go back-to-back ever, you know, that's a that's a... That's really that's an a accomplishment. big accomplishment. Yes. It really is. And um, as far as his pick at Drew McIntyre, that is the number six best pick at a plus twelve hundred, and I think that's a good pick. Um, rumor is just a rumor. Take it with a grain of salt. Drew McIntyre did not have surgery, and he's doing rehab. So maybe he'll be prepared for the Royal Rumble, but he definitely be ready for um, WrestleMania. Um, hmm. Continue. For the other matches, I'm going to say that no belts would change hands. Personally, I would like to see Seth and Bobby both win, but I don't see that happening. I also don't see Dewdrop beating Becky as I really think they are ready to do Becky versus Bianca at WrestleMania. As for the Miz, Maurice versus Edge and Beth Phoenix match, I will go with Edge and Beth Phoenix. But to be honest, I really don't care much about this match. I'm pretty excited for this card as it should be a lot of fun and looking forward to chatting with everyone on Discord on Saturday night. Tommy. Hey, thank you, Tommy. Hey, Tommy, Tommy. Um, to go through some of your points really quickly. Um, I do agree, like I said, with with wrestling the way it is today, anybody could be right. So, nobody writes in here, hopefully. DJ, I'm pretty sure he's got a message coming up, so I might disagree with him. But for the most part, (laughs) nobody would get disagreed with. Um, So, I agree. I don't, yeah, I agree with that. I don't see Dewdrop beating Becky. Me neither. And I really don't, and I don't care for the Miz and Maurice versus Edge and Best Phoenix match. Uh, Who cares about it versus Grit? (laughs) yeah that just seems a little time filling it does it's time filler you know and i you know some people i like the miz and let me be honest i like the miz i think he gets a lot of of flack you know but you know hey if you if you enjoy it great you know if you don't enjoy it maybe you get to see miz get beat up maybe that'll give you some more enjoyment in your life. And you know what that sound means. That means we have another message. Matt, he's on it today. Yay. Woo. And this one right here comes from Uncle Chris from Patreon. Shout out to Uncle Chris. Hey, Uncle Chris. What's up, Uncle Chris? Guess what? You, you, you wrote in to the TakeOver show. And we're going to read your letter in three, two, one. Hey, Mrs. and Mr. Casual Wrestling fan. I don't know what do say first of all thanks for your cool easy and friendly reading of the mails from us and also me now we never talked before maybe you remember my boss time thing with matt in the episode of we can review it's boss time boss time boss time (laughs) it's boss time (laughs) i hope you two are doing well here is switzerland it's fine i can say i did take a break from wrestling since the conversation with matt Busy time with my own German podcast and streaming live on Twitch. I think Ooh. Twitch could be a nice alternative in the future for Matt going live with us. What do you say? Hey. Oh, that's interesting. It is. Um, Mr. Casual Wrestling fan, if you don't know, is a caveman. I don't have social media. <laughs> he is ancient, you guys. I'm ancient. I, I don't have He's a com- classic. I don't have a computer. Hey, I'm just a hardworking guy <laughs> making a living, having fun along the way. 
continue. Um, but as far as Matt doing Twitch, I mean, he said he's on TikTok and he's getting followers. So hey, you tell him go on Twitch. Hey, he's a gamer from what I hear. And for all the gamers out there, WWE 2K22 is dropping in March. Get ready. Continue. With guess who? Ray Mysterio on the cover. Uh oh. Uh oh. See, you done did it. Didn't see that coming. Who do you think should have been? Obviously, I don't oh, agree. No. I don't agree. It should have been Ray. Do you agree it should have been Ray? No. Okay. So, Mr. Mizzicata Wrestling fan, do not think it should be Ray Mysterio. Who do you think it should be? I mean, if I was dreaming? I mean, yeah. Your pick, UWWE, you pick the cover person. Who do you pick? The ultimate power couple, in my opinion, that it's current right now. Becky Lynch and Seth Ooh. freaking Rollins, back-to-back okay. power couple, okay. defeating WWE okay. Universe. I like that. I love it. I like but that. anyway, who would you, you know, Well, you choose? know me. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Bloodline. It should oh. be Roman Reigns in the middle with Jay and Jimmy in the background. Bloodline, that should have been on the cover. I do like that. But guess what? Why don't you guys write in to Matt next week, because he's a big WWE gamer guy. Write in him and tell him who you think should be on the cover. And continue with this letter. Like I did say, I don't watch wrestling since December, but I still heard the podcast here, so I have a big clue what is going on. I hope very much so that Rey is defending his title until a future guy beats him for the title and they don't throw it away for Seth Rollins. Thank that- you. Thank Pauls. Thank you. <laughs> I agree. And for all you guys listening, Seth Rollins deserves a championship. He deserves the WWE championship. But I'm sorry. He does not deserve to take the belt off of Roman Reigns. He just doesn't. That has to go to a future up-and-coming guy or somebody that needs establishing. Seth Rollins is established. Continue. Not that he is not worth it. No. He is top champion holder if he is. But winning the title now would be a waste of a future talent. And WWE has a not many T.O.P. superstars at the level of Reigns, Lesnar, and Rollins right now. Maybe WWE still follows this crap of a, a star should never get bigger as the company. My predictions for who wins this Royal Rumble... Men, I take a big risk now, even if I'm totally wrong. I say the rocker John Moxley. Woo, rock. Mm-hmm. Well, let me stop right there. He said the rock. Guess what, sir? You could be right. You could be right. And for, before anybody in, who's listening says, oh, he's crazy. It's not the rock. Oh, that's wrong. Guess what? The rock right now has the number eight best odds in Vegas. Guess what? The Rock's got better odds than Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins, Omos, Finn Balor, Edge. So before anybody throws out and says the Rock's not coming back, there's a possibility. Continue. He says the Rock because even the Rock has great shape he has now, but Father Time knocks also on his door. If he wants or not, and I think if he really want to go to politics... From what I hear, heard here in Switzerland, don't know what you think. He don't have a lot of time for doing such things anymore, especially if he's want to build himself as a serious politic politician. Oh, good point. I have heard rumors that The Rock would run. Um, I don't talk politics on the podcast. I'm of like some not. people, Matt, but I don't talk politics. 
Um, and but if that is what he's pursuing, you're correct. He does have a, a limited window to pursue any type of wrestling um, accolades he wants to pursue. Continue, John Moxley, because he comes in as number thirty alone, would make the roof explode. And winning it, well, no words need for that. And he sure could do a program until WrestleMania with his old buddies. And I'll tell you oh, this. If John Moxley... He name-dropped the shield. Hey, I'm going to be honest with you guys. If John Moxley comes back and wins that thing, WWE just beat AEW. So that's why it wouldn't happen. Because <laughs> AEW could not risk. They, they, I mean, AEW, they might get a little clout, but no, WWE would get everything. Hold on, you guys. Somebody's actually knocking on the door. Lord have mercy. Hold on one second. So we know you love your wrestling podcasts, but maybe you're looking to take a break or supplement your wrestling podcasts with another genre. I've got a great option for you. The podcast is called Philip and Michael Talk Movies. Doesn't get more simple than that, right? So what exactly is this? It's a comedy podcast where indie pro wrestler Philip Shadburn and filmmaker Michael Benton, they tell you everything you ever wanted to know about your favorite movies. They do 80s action, comedies, horror, slasher movies, sci-fi, and a whole bunch more stuff. So check out some of the movies that they've reviewed. Silent Night, Jingle All the Way. They did a, a bit of a Christmas special. They did Edward Scissorhands, Alien, John Carpenter's E.T., Fire in the Sky, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and Arrival. So, guys, this is a podcast you're going to love. I was listening to just their latest couple of episodes on Close Encounters and Arrival. It, I was laughing out loud. I mean, they are just such a dynamic duo. They have a great chemistry. The audio is second to none. They have a 4.9 rating on Apple Podcasts. That's impossible. I mean, that is impossible. Guys, we have like a 4.1, all right? They're kicking our ass. Uh, they got a 4.9 rating on Apple Podcast. It's nearly impossible to do. So that tells you the quality of this podcast. And if you want to just get away, you're a movie aficionado and you love kind of 80s and slashers and things, check out Philip and Michael Talk Movies. They also have a Patreon uh, page if you're interested at patreon.com slash PMTM. So you can go support them there. Of course, they're available nearly everywhere you have podcasts as well. So check out Philip and Michael Talk Movies. Sorry about that, you guys. Uh, literally, we are live and stuff happens. Uh, like Memphis Mark had a dog at his door. We had a neighbor. So continue with the letter. Sorry. Yes. Women here. Yeah. They kind of teasing it from what I heard in the podcast here and the highlight clips I saw. With that, Bianca Belair will do it again to break not just a record, but will let a mark for generations to come. If not Bianca, I guess it could be Alexa Bliss. Hopefully then they let her wrestle more often. My last question, also because of the rumors of The Undertaker appears at the event, what was your favorite Undertaker match of all time and why? All right, let's start off with Bianca and Alexa Bliss. Both of those are great, great choices. Top three, uh, yeah, number two and number three in Vegas. Um, Bianca would be great for her to do it twice. Don't you agree? I do. If she if she could do it back to back, like that's that's woo, that's great. Correct. Correct. And as far as Alexa Bliss, I don't think she wrestles enough to win it. But no, I could see WWE putting it on her. I'll yes. be honest. But um. 
As far as the Undertaker, Lord have mercy. I got a good one. Okay, go ahead. You do yours, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna take a cop out. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you do it. Go. It may or may not be the best or the worst, but my favorite because I was so little watching this as a child was the match in '98. I I think it was WrestleMania. I, don't hold me on that, you guys. But it was Kane versus Undertaker, and boy was Undertaker when he was back in his red jumpsuit days. And I'm telling you, that man oh, was yeah. like the You're best. Correct. I loved it. I don't know as a kid, was it, it was 99? awesome. You're it right. Was it was '98. Or 99. Yeah. It was '98. I remember because yeah, okay. my sister was going to be born. Okay, but. Right. I just, I loved it. Like, that was something I remembered. And then my uncles, we would just rewatch it all the time because it was epic. I mean, you got two bad dudes coming toward each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't get a lot of that these days. Now, see, I was going to cop out you guys. <laughs> and that's a great <laughs> moment. See, you made me change my pick just oh. because you just made me relieve. I was going to cop out and say, Undertaker Mankind. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but I'm not going to do that now. My wife just brought up. Great memories is <laughs> well. So I'm I'm gonna say Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels, Hell in the Cell, first ever. Okay, okay. Kane comes out, yeah. rips the doors off, like looks that. Undertaker in the face, does the Kane flame mm. thing, <laughs> and gives Undertaker the tombstone. Great, great time, you know. So yes. But I agree with you. Kane, when he was with the red long with the jumpsuit with the mask and the hair, that's that's the cane I know and love from my childhood. What about you? Loved it. Hey. There, you can't replace or remake that. It's no. You just it's can't. one and done. So, so hey, there is our answers for <laughs> <laughs> our favorite Undertaker's moment, and, and that's hard to pick. It is. We could really go down a whole lot more. And I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys are, are screaming right now saying, hey, what about this? What about that? But, you know, those are our picks. And we're going to go on to our next letter. It's from Alex from Patreon. How you doing, Alex? Hi, Alex. And guess what? We're going to go straight to the letter in three, two, one. Pretty simple questions. Who are your top five wrestlers? All right. Let's just start there. We're going we're gonna to okay. chop him up. We're going to chop you up so we, you know. Top five wrestlers. Who you got? Okay. Is it men and women, or you want? I guess it could be either or. Okay, so all right, let's go. Um, Got to be Roman. That's really on top, but yeah, Roman Undertaker. I, that whoa, is, whoa, he said Curran. I thought he said, "Who are your top five wrestlers?" Oh, of all time. Oh, okay, okay, let's go. Anyway, yeah, Undertaker, Undertaker comes I agree. first before Roman Reigns. Undertaker, oh, oh, Roman Reigns. I don't even know what makes to my list. All time, Undertaker. Hmm. Undertaker number King one. King Booker. Oh my, King Booker. Yes, Booker T. I mean, his whole career was all right. What? Oh, but hold on. We're gonna go to Rock, Stone Cold. Lord have mercy, Ric Flair. Lord have mercy. A whole lot more. Oh God, right. not Hulk Hogan. Sorry, okay. if you thought I was gonna say Hulk. <laughs> All right, sorry about that. What about you? I'm sorry, I took all the peaks. Um, no, I'm fine with that. Okay. We got it. Well, you can't forget China. Yeah, China's Shout a favorite. China. You know, she worked really hard. You, you know. know, she accomplished a lot for a woman, and I love it. And then we didn't even go tag teams. We could have did Dudley Boys, Hardy Boys. I didn't like Agent Christian. No. Yeah, no. All right, sorry. Anyway, moving on. Now, see, hold on. See, now I'm back in the Four Horsemen. We can't forget about the Four Horsemen Evolution. NWO. Um, oh, my. I'm sorry. See, that's how you get me started. Keep going. 
in top five talker of the moment? Of the moment? Like current? Or are they talking all the time? They said of the moment. So I guess now. Okay. All right. Well, I got to say MVP. Yeah, he's a good talker. Well, MVP. Can I have to steal that from you. Um, they said all promotions. Now, we're going to cop out here, you guys. Now, we don't watch AEW or Impact. Been peeking in a little bit. I like Orange Cassidy <laughs> from AEW. Now, we did watch some, um, who was that we watched? Oh, God. TJ, no, what was his name? Oh, yeah, I was going to say it. Ah. TJ. No, nah, not T. Uh, anyway. Can't can't figure it out right now. Yeah. Anyway, back on point. MVP number one, Paul Heyman, obviously. All right, um, Charlotte Flair. Lord have mercy. Yeah. All right. We're gonna keep it with another woman, Zelina Vega. I can't agree with that, uh, but you can have it. <laughs> okay. Um, who's number five? Who gives a Seth Rollins? Lord have mercy. Seth put one down. How can you not say Becky? Do you hear that, guys? I don't like Becky. Like, I don't think she does the good promo. We have to give credit to Becky Lynch. Yeah, she's great. That's it. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> All promotion included WWE, AEW, Impact. Bonus question. Who do you think is for real the next big superstar in WWE? Thanks again, Alex. All right, sir. How you doing, Alex? Thanks okay. for writing in. Um, now, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> to answer your question, it's not somebody I want, but it's somebody we're going to get. Okay? Hey, tell you guys, Braun Breaker. Uh, if I had to guess, I had to put him. <laughs> that's a cop-out for some people. I'm sorry. It's probably Braun Breaker. I mean, they're really trying to build him up strong. I'm not really a Braun Breaker fan. He hasn't really grown on me, personally. Can we get Chapa, please? Okay, yeah, yeah. Can we Tommaso. Him? Yeah, Tommaso he's great. deserves to be in the WWE. Yeah. LA Knight. I love LA Knight. Yeah, I'm Come indifferent. On. I like He LA hasn't won Knight. me yet. He won me, Grayson Waller. Okay, I can roll with him. Austin on Theory. Yes. Oh, the selfie Austin guy. Theory. And for all of you guys who've been ragging on Vince McMahon and Austin Theory, I like it. Guess what? <laughs> Mr. Cash Wrestling fan, you can bomb me and, 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 Call me trash. I don't care. I like it. And, and Be it, nice, guys. And if you can't understand Vince McMahon, turn your TV set up. That's why you got a volume button. On to the next email. But you all do have the right to opinion. You're right. You're right. And guess what? <laughs> That's why you, the listener, get the right and call into this of show. Of course. And now, oh, uh, guess who's next? Let me guess. Uh-oh. I bet I know Uh-oh. who it Uh-oh. is. Uh-oh. I bet everybody else knows who it is. We don't even have to say it. We, Scream it, guys. Lord have mercy. Three, two, one. DJ, DJ Kuzmo. <laughs> Y'all heard that. So you know who it is. No intro Heck needed. DJ. What's up? And we're going to read your it's letter. been a minute, man. <sighs> been a while. <clears throat> but we're going to read your letter in three, two, one. It's that special time again. Once ever premiere live event, tell your friends, tell your friends. I'm talking about the number one tag team in all the wrestling podcast world. That's right. I said it. The number one tag team in all of the wrestling podcast world. This tag team I'm talking about on this beloved official, unofficial, official, unofficial WWE podcast 
is also the best husband and wife tag team in all of pro wrestling. No offense to Montez and Bianca Belair, <laughs> Britt Baker and Adam Cole, Edge and Beth Phoenix and The Miz and Maurice, but I'm talking about your host for the Mailbag Takeover Show, Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan and the Casual Wrestling Fan Takeover Crew. That also includes New York Kyle. That's right, that's right. And the world-reowned infamous resident heel of this beloved unofficial podcast. Woo-wee. That's right, that's right, Tell Ooh, your friends. I love that entrance. So, hey, you know what, DJ, what I want you to do, I need you to say all that on the record and sit in the match. <laughs> You're going to be our intro drop. Yeah, You just got a job, sir. Alright, thanks for the, thanks for the love. You know, we love your emails. We love reading them, even though they're long. <laughs> if I forgot anybody else that's part of the takeover crew, my apologies. You forgot Matt's daughter. Oh, oh <laughs> he's a part she? of the takeover crew. <laughs> anyway, I'm just playing. Continue. I'm sorry. So how y'all doing tonight, Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling fan? Are you pumped up? Are you excited for this Saturday's Royal Rumble of who might show up at any given number for both the men and the women Rumble? Are we excited? I can't get no more excited, DJ. Lord have mercy. Anything could happen. And DJ's right. Anything. Anybody. It could be The Rock. That's right. It could be John Moxley. That's right. It could be The Undertaker. It could be Stone Cold. It could be Hulk Hogan. It could be Ric Flair. <laughs> it could be Braun Strowman. It could be no. Braun Strowman, honestly. <laughs> Joking guys. No, honestly. <laughs> it could be it could be Braun Strowman. It could be anybody. Let your imaginations run wild in this one moment. That that's surprising. That it's not predictable. We ask for this. We want this. And guess what? Nobody's prediction has been the same, has it? Mm-mm. No. Continue. Even though the WWE has pretty much decimated their roster due to all these awful releases, I try to be optimistic and enjoy what could possibly be one of the widest open rumbles in recent years. Because there isn't a clear favorite of who might win the rumble for the men or for the women. That, my friends, is the beauty of a premier live event like the Royal Rumble. The unpredictability is exciting to me because anyone can show up and anyone can win. At times while watching wrestling, especially WWE, I feel like there is a loss of unpredictability and some matches and feuds are pretty much predetermined. Because for as long as we wrestling marks like myself have watched wrestling, we can see the outcomes of storylines happen before they happen. And we say, I told you! Which I gotta say is a good feeling to have. Anyway, with that being said, <laughs> hopefully yes. the unpredictability of this Saturday's Royal Rumble can make casual casual fans and wrestling marks feel like kids again on Christmas morning, opening our presents for the first time. I don't know how I got out here talking about Christmas, but let's get back to wrestling. But I want to quickly talk about some stuff. To interlude in real quickly. So you're correct. I do the same thing with my little brother, Chucky. Every time, back when he loved John Cena, John Cena was going Roman Reigns. I said, Roman Reigns not going to lose. Yes, he is. You always, you always think you know. 
<laughs> and guess what? You get to rub it in. I told you. <laughs> so, yes, it, it does suck this point in time. You can't say that. But guess what? That's a great feeling. So, anyway, back to your letter, sir. Oh, and let me put this out there for everybody. I didn't say this. We have your letter all at one time. That's right. Matt said he's going to make the listeners digest it at one time. Continue. Sammy Zayn topic. Ooh. I guess congratulations are in order for Sammy Zayn re-signing with the WWE. But one would think if part of his decision was because of his best friend Kevin Owens re-signing a month earlier. Anyway, whatever reason and whatever the case, maybe I wish him all the best. Hopefully Sami Zayn finally wins back his Intercontinental title after finishing this so-called feud with Johnny Knoxville in the 30-man rumble this Saturday. Crying laughing face. I've never mentioned this before in the mailbag about Sami Zayn, but he reminds me of the legendary Roddy Rod Piper. They both are somewhat clever heels, annoying and entertaining at the same time. If winning back the prestigious Intercontinental title from Shinsuke Nakamura means that we finally get a lengthy title reign and an upgrade for Sammy's character, I'm all for it. I miss the conspiracy Sammy gimmick and when is Sammy Zayn's long-awaited conspiracy documentary going to debut? I guess that's left to be seen if creative continues with that. <laughs> Sweat and laughing face. <laughs> oh, good points. I'm going to be honest. I like Sammy Zayn. You know, he's not a, nowhere near my favorite. I, I do like you know, the type of heel he is. He is a slimy heel, you know, and I do agree that Shinsuke isn't doing nothing with the belt, and hey, Sammy deserves to be elevated, and I'm pretty sure KO um, re-signing had some type of influence on his decision as well. What do you think? I do agree. You agree. So Kevin's um, pretty persuasive, even in real life. <laughs> he lies, but he doesn't, you guys. I think there's some truth to that, but anyway, moving on. We're going to continue a little, sir. All right, let's get to that all-important thing you've been waiting for. Bum, bum, bum. DJ Kuzmo's Royal Rumble predictions. The Royal Rumble this Saturday live from St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis. On Peacock, WWE Network, and other illegal services. (laughs) If you know what I mean. We do not, Anyway, I'm going to start off with the non-title matches on the card. Because I think there's going to be a second non-title match probably of Sonya Deville versus Naomi on the pre-show. Somehow this Friday on SmackDown, Sonya might yet again weasel her way out of the match with Naomi. Crying laughing face. Pretty sure. Um, she always finds a way to weasel her way out the mm-hmm. match. And I'm, I'm Doesn't be, she? I'm going to be honest. You know, I, I like Naomi. I like her character. But I don't like how weak they're making her character look. When, I don't know. I'm know, not feeling the glow. Well, I feel the glow, but I feel like <laughs> when she turned the heat up that time and she made Sonya pull the call out, she should have went in there and beat up. I mean, yeah, honestly. Yes. And to go in there and to get back down, I don't, I don't like where it's going. And I agree, she will weasel out. I'm sorry. Continue. Edge and Beth Phoenix versus The Miz and Maurice. I'm booking that The Miz and Maurice will get the win, by some sort of hook and crook. This feud of Edge and The Miz is not far from yet over. In my opinion, this will be the rubber match before the feud ends at the Saudi show in February in some sort of stipulation match of The Miz versus Edge. 
Now, guess what? Some of you guys, I'm going to call out. I'm calling you out, DJ. You predicted Uh-oh. the Miz to win last uh, pay-per-view, uh-huh. or excuse me, premiere live event. And guess what? He didn't. And guess what? You know how I know that? Because I picked the Miz to win as well, sir. So, we're going <laughs> to double down on the Miz, I see. And once again, the Miz is an underdog. Ooh. So, I-, I see you don't learn your lesson, sir. But guess what? <laughs> what they say, a-, a broke clock is right twice a day. So, you're going to get in there one day. <laughs> now, nah, I'm playing. There's some truth to that. <laughs> yeah, but as I said earlier, honestly, no prediction is wrong so that is a solid foundation for your prediction and yeah continue on to the subject of naomi versus sonia deville like i just mentioned i think sonia will find any way to weasel her way out of facing naomi on smackdown this friday and i think adam pierce good old adam pierce will finally put his foot down and say enough is enough with this nonsense adam will probably continue to say i'm making it official That this Saturday at the Royal Rumble is going to be Sonya versus Naomi. And the stipulation is if Naomi wins, you, Sonya Deville, will relinquish your role as WWE official and move back to full-time in-ring wrestling. With that being said, this Saturday on the pre-show, yes, the pre-show, folks, it's going to be Naomi versus Sonya Deville. I'm booking Naomi to defeat Sonya. And since Naomi is included in the Women's Rumble, she will have that all-important momentum on her side. Um, I'll say this. Um, as far as them having that stipulation, I, I hope they wouldn't do that stipulation on the pre-show. Um, and as far as Naomi and um, and Sonya go, if we're going to be honest, as long as they've been feuding, it's time for a cage match. <laughs> it's time for something more serious than a regular one-on-one match here. Um, I'm tired of it. Like I'm, I'm gonna be honest, I'm over it. You know, they're about two two months stale with this with this um rivalry. Um, and, but if they do have a match, I see. I do agree. At at the premiere live event, I see Naomi going over. What about you? Um, I don't know. I feel like Sonya's gonna find a way to always make sure she wins. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, like I said, it's a toss up. I don't want to. But see who the match. knows? You know, I honestly don't know. We didn't, I, haven't I don't, we seen the match? We've seen yeah, some, some, uh, uh, Shayna Baszler but beat her up and Natalia beat her up, and I'm tired of it. Continue. However, however, later in the women's rumble, we get another mystery entrant, and that, my friends, is the one and the only Sonya Deville. Sonya enters the ring and immediately both starts fighting each other. Unfortunately, Naomi tosses Sonya over the top rope, but then later in the rumble, as Naomi is probably trying to do another unbelievable maneuver from the announcer's chair or table to jump back into the ring, we get Sonya Deville and she interferes, causing Naomi to lose her balance and land on her feet outside, which means she is eliminated from the rumble and then both Naomi and Sonya start to brawl again. Ladies and gentlemen, this feud of Sonya versus Naomi is not far from over. I mean, I could see that playing out. I mean, not that I want to see that play out, but hey, all right. Becky Lynch versus Dewdrop for the Raw Women's Championship. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Big time, I'm bitch. easily booking for Becky Lynch to retain the title. Nothing against Dewdrop's in-ring ability. She is really impressive in the ring. It's too early to put the title on her yet. And who exactly is the baby face in this match? Crying laughing face. Thinking face. Um, You brought up a good point, DJ. Um, I want to touch on that real quickly. 
if you if you look at the top three matches, all the belts that's being defended are all heel v heel. Self v Roman, heel v heel. Bobby v Brock, heel v heel. Becky v Dewdrop, heel v heel. They're trying to lighten up Self and lighten up Bobby, but it's not working on Bobby. It's just turning him into a tweener. And, you know, I think Self will get booed against Roman one-on-one, honestly. So, I don't know why they're doing this. I guess the point is all the, the best wrestlers are heel. Yeah. <laughs> heel yeah, is yeah. the new face. Face is the new heel. Um, yeah. Roman Reigns versus Seth freaking Rollins for the Universal Championship. This is an interesting matchup of a brotherhood between Roman and Seth that goes back to their inaugural debut in 2012 as The Shield. There's so much history and many title reigns between Roman and Seth. Unfortunately, sorry to all the Seth Rollins fans out there. I'm booking the tribal chief. (laughs) I'm the head of the table. Mr. Acknowledge me. Roman Reigns to retain his Universal World Heavyweight title. Head of the table. Roman versus Brock and maybe versus Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania is most likely the main event. So keeping the title on Roman for now makes sense. And then Brock will drop his title. But when? Also, I think Seth Rollins will have a huge role in the Elimination Chamber match in February and probably win the match to challenge the WWE Champion. But who will be the WWE Champion by that time? This now leads to the infamous WWE Championship match. Um, Let me start off by saying, acknowledge him. <laughs> Roman Reigns, baby. Um, that's a great pick, sir. Um, don't you agree? Great pick. I agree. Um, and I agree. You know what do you say? I'm sorry, you guys. I, happens. Um, and yeah, um, that's what it was. It seems like all of you guys are agreeing on one point that we're gonna see Brock, Roman, Drew. Yes. We can't agree on Royal Rumble. We can agree that the main event will most likely be Brock versus Roman versus Drew. So I agree. Keep going. I do agree. Sorry about that. Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley for the WWE Championship. The most hype of dream match for the ages of two of the best over 40-year-old wrestlers that are still in the WWE, whether full-time or part-time. I'm talking about Brock Lesnar. There you go. And the almighty Bobby Lashley. Now, say that my man name. I'm looking that this feud will continue after the Royal Rumble and conclude at the Elimination Chamber in Saudi. Hmm. So you, he thinks it's going to continue. Mm-hmm. I think it's one and done. I think it's Jay Uso, Jimmy Uso. It's one and done, sir. I hope. Go After ahead. much thought and consideration, I'm booking that Brock Lesnar will retain the WWE oh, title and leave St. Louis, Missouri as your WWE champion. I think after the match, we will begin to see some tension between MVP and Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley will then enter the Royal Rumble as one of the mystery entrants and then begin to bulldoze and toss over at least eight or nine wrestlers over the top rope. Then Seth Rollins enters the Royal Rumble 
and with the help of Kevin Owen, tosses Bobby Lashley over the top rope. Then from behind, Seth Rollins tosses over Kevin Owens. <laughs> anyway, we will eventually get to the rematch at Elimination Chamber of Bobby Lashley, Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. This time, with the help of MVP, Bobby Lashley puts Brock Lesnar in the hurt lock to tap out and win to become the new WWE champion. Seth wins the Elimination Chamber and is Bobby's opponent at WrestleMania. And then who wins? I'll stop there, crying laughing face. Wow. Uh, you booked it on out there, sir. And as I said earlier, nobody's prediction is right or wrong. But I'll say this. I would hope that Bobby would go ahead and win at Royal Rumble. You know, I think the Almighty deserves it. I don't think Brock needs to be champ or deserves to be champ. And and nor do I think Brock would lose to the Hurt Lock or by tapping out. I mean, especially we expect him to have a program with Roman Reigns. I mean, I, I see a spear one, two, three. But like I said, nobody's prediction is wrong. So it don't matter what I see, what Miss Cass Wrestling fans see, or what Matt sees. Right. Continue. On the other side, Brock moves back to feuding with Roman on SmackDown in the whole love triangle of Paul Heyman, with Roman and Brock return leading up to their match at WrestleMania with Drew McIntyre probably in the mix. Anyway, I digress. It's only the Royal Rumble this Saturday, not WrestleMania night one. Crying laughing face. (laughs) Speaking of Royal Rumble, let's get to it. My final four picks for the Women's Royal Rumble are... Here we go. Bianca Belair. Asuka. Mm. Or Asuka. You hear it right, Asuka. Rhea Ripley. And Charlotte Flair. Woo! He has two dark horses. Here we go. He thinks Mickey James and Shotzi Blackheart. Oh, oh, why? That's a good one. I tell you this, if Mickey win that thing, I'll be shocked. But guess what? Anybody could be right. Shotzi wouldn't be too big of a shock because they like to do new people. Yeah, true. My final four picks for the men's Royal Rumble are Big E. Big E. Number one. Riddle. And he predicts he eliminates Randy Orton. I like it. Drew McIntyre. Drew. And Seth freaking Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins. And his two dark horse picks for the men's are Braun Breaker. Oh, God. Okay, Brian and Martin. Austin Theory. Hey, I selfie like, guy. I like Austin Theory. That's my guy. Okay, I like that. The winner Good of picks. the the winner of the women's Royal Rumble will go on to face Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Title at WrestleMania. The winner of the men's Royal Rumble will go on to face Brock and Roman in triple threat for Universal Title at WrestleMania. I bet I can guess his means, <laughs> Drew. The runner-up for Women's Royal Rumble will go on to face Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's title at WrestleMania. Mm. I just got another idea as I debated my head, but I'll get to it shortly. The winner of the Women's Royal Rumble, Rhea Ripley, goes on to face Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania. This would be a revenge match since she lost her NXT title to Charlotte Flair in the 2020 WrestleMania. Mm. Wow, I did not know that. The runner-up of the Women's Royal Rumble is Asuka. She goes on to to be part of a maybe a triple threat of Becky versus Bianca versus Asuka at WrestleMania. Then Ronda Rousey shows up after the match. 
The winner of the Men's Royal Rumble is Drew McIntyre. Has a John Cena-like return to the Rumble at number 25 or number 30 and goes to join Brock and Roman in a triple threat at WrestleMania. Ooh, I like that. How do you feel? I think there's some truth to it. Oh, yeah. It, <laughs> um, no, everything yeah. is possible. I really see that happening more or less for the men's side, yeah. especially. I mean, and, and, and when plus we, we all know Drew's supposed to be the baby face of the company at it, the moment. Exactly. So what better way than to push him extra? Yeah, and this would get him... The clout, as they say. Yeah, give them the momentum. Yes, the momentum. Hey, I love it. And, and as we say it, anybody's prediction is possible. Yes, always. Continue. Now, here's the debate in my head. I originally had an elimination chamber, Bobby defeating Brock Lesnar. However, after much deep thought and consideration, I'm booking that the runner-up of the Royal Rumble is Seth Rollins. He goes on to face Brock Lesnar at Elimination Chamber and defeats him. Then Bobby Lashley wins the Elimination Chamber and becomes the number one contender to face Seth Rollins for the WWE title at WrestleMania. But who leaves WrestleMania as the WWE champion? That is left to be seen. Anyway, sorry for my long tangents and foreseeable futures. My mind can go on a journey of clustered thoughts and ideas. Thank you, Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling fan, the TakeOver crew, and everyone on Patreon, and the hosts and the awesome listeners to the podcast. DJ Kuzmo, out. Phew. Peace. Shout out to DJ (laughs) Kuzmo. Thank you, DJ Kuzmo. It's always good to hear from you, man. Hey, we love hearing from you. You make great letters. We can't add nothing on it. We're going to let it just stand like it is. I love all your predictions. Valid points, man. Valid points. Great predictions. Um, But, you know, as we pause, we're going to pause and do a couple things real quickly as we wait on the next message. But um, question on the spot. Who do we think is going to be number 30? I mean, that's a good question to come up with who will be number 30. Because normally they tell us stuff like this, but they haven't. You know, they really haven't told us who the number 30th person could be. So, what do you think? Jerry McIntyre. Number 30? Yeah. I like that. Because they're pushing him, saying he's so hurt and so bad. I like that. And if you ask me, now I'm not so sure about the women's. Now I think number 30 might be Sasha Banks. Oh, I like that. I like that. I think it could possibly be a woo, but if it's not, I do wish them well healing. But if it is not and it's just a work, then yeah. I got. I think I can see those two things happening. I got Brock Lesnar number 30 for the men's. As you know, I think he's high. Assuming he lose. And then I got none other. Ronda Rousey (laughs) number 30. That's where I'm going with it. So since we're here, like I said, we're waiting on the next message to come in. We're going to give you our. Final four for the Royal Rumble. Who we think going to be the last four participants in each match. So, this could give you a preview of who we think might win it all. But you won't know unless you keep listening. So, you want to start with the men or the women? Let's start with women's. Ladies, go first. Okay, 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 okay. 
Women go first. So how you want to do it? You want me to pick one and you pick one? Or you want us to go list for list? Or how you want to do it? We can go list for list. I okay. think that would be easier for the listeners. All right. Well, you go first. Okay. Well, this may come to a shock to some people. But in my order of top four, I am predicting Dewdrop, Alexa, Bianca, and yours truly live. You heard it. Little time live. Oh, okay. I like that list. Well, what Mr. about you? Mr. Casual Wrestling Fan has it. Liv Morgan. Little time live. Woo! Charlotte Flair. Bianca Belair, the EST of WWE. And Ronda Rousey. That's right. I said it again. <laughs> Y'all get ready. Hint, hint. Wink, wink. Ronda Rousey. You know... I think it's going to be a great match. Don't it's going to be amazing. All right, let's move on to the men real quickly. Who do you got? I have Seth freaking Rollins. Hey, we got a message just came in. We're going to get to it right after we get finished. Go ahead. Drew McIntyre, Austin Theory, and Omos. Oh, Omos. I'm bold tonight. See, I like that Omos pick. And I like Austin Theory pick. Both of those I picks. Do. You got to watch are, the movies. Hey, at Omos. People forgetting about him. You know, I get it. We keep thinking they won't put the belt on him. Hey, y'all always want to joke and say Vince McMahon got dementia. He might put the belt on him. Um, but mine is going to be Brock Lesnar, Big E, Drew McIntyre, and AJ Styles. I like AJ. You know, those are my, my four. And at the end of the show, we're going to tell you who we think is going to win it all. But until then, we have our next email right here. And it's coming from... Jim from PA. Shout out to Jim from PA. Hey, Jim from PA. How you doing, sir? And guess what? Go Eagles. Hey, if you're an Eagles fan, for everybody that didn't know, Mrs. Casual Wrestling fan, huge Die Eagles fan. Die hard Eagles fan. E-A-G-L-E-S. Okay. Eagles, you heard it here first. Yes. But just put it out there. Mr. Casual Wrestling fan <laughs> is a Patriots fan. But all right, we're going to get back to the point, back to wrestling. We're going to read your letter in three, two, one. Hey there, Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling fan. This is Jim from PA. I have read that Ronda Rousey may be back for WrestleMania. Do you think she could be a surprise injury in the Royal Rumble? Yes. If not, which champion do you think she will face? All right, Ronda Rousey, Royal Rumble, I think yes. Yes, yes, yes. Now, I don't know anything. This is just off of my feelings. What about you? You think yes? Yeah. Yes. I do. Yes. She will enter. What does he say? What was the second sentence? I'm sorry. If not, which champion do you think she will face? Now, that's a good question. Oh, they need to put in there with Becky. Yeah. Becky with Bianca. Becky, Bianca, Ronda. Yeah. That's not a bad match. That's a pretty good match. All right, keep going. With that chamber match going to be at the February premiere live event, do you think it will be for the WWE or Universal title or maybe a number contenders match for the title at WrestleMania, depending on which title the Royal Rumble winners pick? That's all for now. Keep up the good work on your takeovers. Hey. Thank you. Thank you. We love it. We love taking over. We, we do. We love reading the letters and we love responding. Yes. Um now uh, obviously it's not gonna be Roman Reigns' title on the line as we found uh or no, he did do it last year. 
So if we remember from last year, if we rewind COVID, when the COVID, yeah, yes. COVID, Roman fought the winner, Daniel Bryan, who won. Won it, Daniel? Yes. Yeah. He fought Daniel Bryan, who won the Elimination Chamber after he had just fought the Elimination Chamber. So I can see Roman doing something similar to that, but we know he's not going to be in the Chamber. So if it is a build, it'd probably be the WWE Championship. And if Brock does retain, which I hope he doesn't, that's probably where they probably try to pull it off of him. Um. Yeah. And then what they say? Yeah, keep up yeah. on the good work. Be sure will. Yeah, it is. We're gonna keep up with the good work, sir. Thanks for writing in. We appreciate it. Hey, it's fun to us. It's fun to you. Yes. Hey, it's a blast. And I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> you know, sometimes I was gonna say Matt's a little slow at the messages, but he's right on time. Woohoo! So we're gonna go to the next one. Which is Wesley. Shout out to Wesley. Hi, Wesley. Hey. We're going to get straight to your letter, sir. We're going to read it in three, two, one. I hope you and the listeners are well. I was listening to last week's mailbag show on my way home from work and haven't finished it yet. So apologies if the scenario has already been mentioned. Anyway... My thoughts for a potential Royal Rumble scenario. Seth beats Roman to become Universal Champion. The title stays on SmackDown with Seth moving over the blue brand. Becky and Dewdrop open the premiere live event with Dewdrop winning the Raw Women's title. Becky is then a surprise entry into the Women's Royal Rumble match. Her and Charlotte are the last two competitors with Becky winning the match. She then chooses to face Charlotte at WrestleMania. This will allow her to build a weekly feud on SmackDown until WrestleMania, where she'll beat Charlotte, win the title, and eventually stay with Seth. All right. Um, is that it? Another, though, oh, is okay, the Fiend no. returning. Yeah, yeah, pause. We'll take it there. I'm so sorry, you guys. Um, I like the scenario, don't you? Yes. I mean, it'd be great. But the only issue I have with it, you run into two issues, and like I said, nobody's wrong or right, but just from my view. Becky, what you're describing, Becky would have to turn face. But wouldn't the fans be tired of her keep winning championships, even if it's over Charlotte Flair, who I always champion as well? You would think they would just boo both women eventually. You know, so that's the only you know, that's the only hiccup I see possibly. But guess what? Anything is possible right now in the WWE. Another, though, is the Fiend returning, although this is more out of hope than expectation. Every pay-per-view since he was released, I've been expecting him to return as I'd convinced myself his release was a work. Something I wrote in to talk about on the mailbag episode after his release. However, I will, albeit reluctantly, let the Fiend go if he does not return this time. As my wife suggested months ago. <laughs> I hope everyone enjoys the Rumble and would like to wish everyone a happy WrestleMania season. Take care, Wes. Hey, shout out to Wes. Sir, yes. I'm, I'm going to give you a piece of advice, sir. Always listen to your wife. <laughs> Trust me. I learned a long time ago. If she told you to move on, guess what, sir? You need to move on. That's right. I agree with her, don't you? Yeah. He need to let it go. 
Let it go. Taylor Swift. Uh, no, not Taylor Swift. Frozen. Oh, Frozen. Sorry, guys. Frozen. Lord have mercy. So, yeah, listen to your wife. Let it go. Forget the fiend. No more fiend. Nope. Free the fiend from your mind. All right. So, the next message we got here comes from Grace. Shout out to Grace. Hi, Grace. Hey, it's nice to have a woman right in to you. Yay. Hey, woman power. Hey, Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling fan. The last time y'all took over the mailbag, y'all did a great job, and I enjoyed listening to y'all's predictions. Let me know what y'all think of my prediction. So, I'm a big Becky fan, but I think Dewdrop will pull out the win at the Rumble. Now, do I particularly want this to happen? No, not really, but I feel like everyone knows Becky will obviously win, and WWE will turn the tables. Becky has held the title for three years, retained the title the last two feuds she's had, and I feel like Dewdrop is the curveball WWE likes to throw. If Becky loses the title, of course I'll be sad, but I will not be surprised. Then again, you have to think about WrestleMania, and they also might want Becky to be the champion going into WrestleMania and lose it there instead. Let me know what y'all think. Thank you, Grace. Well, thank you, Grace, for writing in. Thanks for writing in. So I'm going to let you talk off of this one. I'll chime in afterwards. You love Becky Lynch. Give Give me some Becky Lynch. You know, she said that she thinks Becky's going to lose the belt because Dew drops a curveball and, you know, they're trying to throw us. Well, Grace, I can agree how it can look kind of sketchy for the Royal Rumble, but I do believe WWE knows what they're doing at this point with Becky. (laughs) I think they finally got a clue about it. And I do agree, they're not going to let Becky drop this belt unless it's WrestleMania. And if you ask me, the same goes for Roman Reigns. If Roman Reigns was going to drop a belt, I would only predict that it would be at a huge event such as WrestleMania. Like, you're not just going to lose it on some random Friday night. Moving on. And I totally agree. And just to chime in, yeah, that was perfect. I totally agree. And just so you know, right now, Dewdrop is a huge underdog. So... You know, Vegas right now thinks it's a no, it's a done deal for Becky to retain. But as I said earlier in the show, anybody's predictions is possible. It can happen. Anything I've can seen happen. crazier I can, things. I can see Dewdrop, you know, taking it. You know, that Yoko, yeah, that, I mean, the it Yoko, can happen. the Yokozuna splash she does from the turnbuckle. Mine, that's, that's crushing, ain't it? Literally. That's crushing. And guess what, guys? We're down to our last email. Can you believe it? If you made it this far, you are a true listener. Shout out to everybody. If you made it this far, go on Discord. You send me one of them little messages and say, hey, I made it this far. I heard that part. We're gonna, you're going to win something. I ain't going to tell you what you're going to win until you email me. Ha-ha. We're doing it different now. Guess what? I might have got in trouble <laughs> for giving out free stuff, but that's okay because we do what we want to do here. It's sure. our takeover show. Okay. We taking it over. But guess what? Our last message is coming from Dennis. Oh, just to make some difference. Dennis. Oh, shout out to Dennis. Hi, Dennis O'Brien. How you? Oh, we can say his name. I think Chad Gable is becoming a great heel. He was great on Raw. He really got on the fans' bad side. He definitely has a Kurt Angle vibe to him. I also enjoyed his match against Orton. 
Isn't it funny that Adam Pierce was angry? Hold on. Let's pause right there. Yes. Uh, Chad Gable, great heel. Love what he's doing. Uh, Otis is kind of... <laughs> Otis is Otis. Otis is Otis. And Randy's Randy, baby. Yes. So, hey, we're going to leave There's it there. There's no changing them. Hey, guess what? The three most deadliest letters are K. K. Bro. <laughs> Keep going. Isn't it funny that Adam Pierce was angry with Sonia for giving Naomi unfair treatment that he had to assert his authority and even go to higher management? But, 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 purposely three buts, by the way. This last time, last year, Roman was bullying him and nearly had a match at the Royal Rumble with Roman because of the same thing Sonia is doing to Naomi. Only for Kevin Owens taking Adam Pierce's place. Matt, can you see where I am coming from? Anyway, I'm just over COVID and back at work, so I'm emailing you on my break. I think Lesnar, Big E, or Styles will win the Rumble. Hmm. But I could be wrong. Talk to you soon. Hey, those are great picks for the Rumble, sir. Love your picks. Um, Yes, the Adam Pierce thing, I remember that. But the only problem here is they've played out the whole, uh, well, Sonya Deville was going to do it, then Shayna Baszler comes out. It's like... We're tired of that. I'm I'm totally over it. Yeah, and, it's time to move on, in my opinion. I totally agree. And you have great picks for the Rumble. I like Big E. I love AJ Styles. I like Lesnar. I think all of those picks are very viable wins. And guess what? If you can pick all three of them, pick all three of them. So. Right. So, we're going to check. have one last check. Make sure I'm not missing no messages. I'm going to refresh real quickly. And then we going to give you up. Oh, let me check. Three, two, one. No, that's it. Woohoo! We made it. Yay. We made it, you guys. And guess what? If you're listening, you made it to the end. You sure did. So we're gonna reward you with Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fans picks for the Royal Rumble. So we're gonna start off with the matches. Okay, so we're gonna start off with Miz and Maurice versus Edge and Beth Phoenix. Who you got? I'm going for Ms. Maurice just because I know they're going to weasel their way into it. Hey, guess what? We said the same thing last time and we was wrong. But guess what? WWE World, we're going to say it again. Yeah. Ms. and Maurice for the win. Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan, stamp of approval. That's right. Next matchup, we're going to go Becky, Big Time Bex Lynch versus Drop for the Raw Women's Championship. Who you got, babe? We only do big time bucks around here Ooh, for big time bets. You heard that. Big time for the big time. And guess what? Mama ain't raised no food. No, sir. I'm going with Becky Lynch, too. Okay, two times. I don't like her. And I laughed when she got Yokozuna splashed. But guess what? I'm riding with Becky on this one. But ain't nothing like that manhandle, do you know oh, that, what I mean? Hey, that, that rock bottom. I mean, manhandle slam. I yes, love it. That book in. Yes, it's nice. <laughs> um, Next match. Let's go. Bobby, the almighty, Lashley versus Brock, the beast, Lesnar for the WWE Championship. Who you got in this one? I actually see Bobby winning. Ooh, the almighty. And I'm not a huge Bobby fan for those of you guys who are just now tuning in and don't know much about me. No, not a Bobby fan, but I do believe in people's, you know, Work and I feel like he's headed up to that win. And you know what? I totally agree. I agree. Bobby, 
the almighty Lashley will become the almighty WWE champion. We're going to re-enter the almighty era. Get ready. You heard it here first on the official, unofficial WWE podcast right here on the Takeover Show with Mr. and Mrs. Casual Wrestling Fan. All righty. Now we're going on to Roman, head of the table reigns versus Seth freaking Rollins for the Universal Championship. Who you got? Acknowledge it. Ooh, acknowledge him, Roman Reigns. Hey, guess what? Who else could I pick? We the ones. The tribal chief. Tribal chief, head of the table. We the ones. Acknowledge him, Roman Reigns. We'll retain. There you go. That's, yes, he will. There you go. Uh, shout out to Seth Rollins, though. He does deserve a championship. He does. Just he not, truly does. Just not that one. All right. So guess what? You've all been waiting for it. It's time to give you our picks for the men and women Royal Rumble. So, we've been taking our time. We're checking our list twice as you hear. And we're going to give it to you. I'm going to start off. Go ahead. So, I think the winner of the women's, we'll do the women's first. I think the winner of the women's, and, and you guys, this was a hard choice. Mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey. No. She's gonna win it. Get ready. You heard it here. Probably not first, but you heard it here. Ronda Rousey for the win. So I'm passing to you. Who you think's gonna win? For women's, yes. I'm gonna have to lean toward uh Liv Morgan. Little time live. Hey. Makes sense. I'm pretty sure you made the WWE podcast real happy. I'm pretty sure, guess but it what? wasn't for you guys. It was just realistically an opinion. And guess what? That's true predictions. You sometimes you have to predict the person you don't like to win a match. You can't deny it. You can't. And, and that's a great pick. Little time live is a great pick. But shout out to Ronda Rousey coming back. All right, now we're gonna do the men's. Here we go. Oh. This for all the marbles. Who do you think? It's going to be the 2022 Men's Royal Rumble winner. Bum, bum, bum. Austin Theory. Austin Theory. Oh, y'all heard it here first. I love the pick. Guess what? You guys, sometimes you got to pick them dark horses. I love it. He's up and coming. He's been seen with Vince McMahon a lot lately, you guys. You better watch that pick. I like that. I like that a lot. Who do you pick? All right, you guys. Now, I'm going to tell y'all this. I'm really torn, and this was a hard one, because I had Brock, Big E, Drew, and AJ, and I was leaning heavy for AJ, but I'm going to tell you this right now. If Brock Lesnar's in this match, Brock Lesnar wins this match. So give me Brock Lesnar for the win. He's going to drop the title to Bobby early in the night. He's going to come out number 30. He's going to F5 everybody out the ring. He's going to face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Maybe with Drew in there somewhere. But that's how Mr. Cowboy Wrestling fan sees it. And guess what? That's the bottom line because I said so. (laughs) And we want to thank you guys for this journey we took on this Royal Rumble takeover prediction show. Thank you for your letters. Thank, thank you for your emails. 
Thank you for supporting the show. And guess what? We'll be back next month before the Elimination Chamber premiere live event. And we're going to do this all over again. So this is the perfect time to be a wrestling fan. I want everybody to get pumped for Saturday. You got Roman Reigns head of the table. You got Seth freaking Rollins. You got Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar. You got Becky Lynch. You got Edge. You got Edge. You got Edge. You possibly going to get Paige. Maybe John Moxley. Maybe The Rock. Who knows? Maybe The Undertaker. You don't know who you're going to get. So buckle your seatbelts. Lock in. Get ready. We're going to sign off right now. You want to say anything before we get off of here? I just want to thank Matt and all the lovely fans and podcast listeners out there for having us. It was really a pleasure and always such a great time. And I look forward to next time. Me too. And Everybody have a happy Royal Rumble. Have a happy Royal Rumble. And guess what? Get ready. And we're going to re-listen to this before the next one. And we're going to call out you guys. If you made predictions, we're calling you out. So guess what? We're going to, we Santa Claus, we're going to write it down. We're going to check it twice. But thank you guys for being here tonight. We hope you guys have a great day, night, whenever you listen to the podcast. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye.